Welcome everybody to the Kim Barrett Show. I am your host, Kim Barrett, and on today's episode, we have Mr. Joe, part one of two of the duo from Hustle and Flowchart podcast. Now, with Joe, we dive into what it is that he uses to grow their business. They have a seven-figure affiliate-based company where they get commissions and referrals for the business that they do, and then they also have a podcast which has connected them with greats like Jay Abraham and many, many more amazing people. So if you've ever wanted to look at affiliate marketing and understand how you can use that in growing your revenues and then also attract the greats like Mr. Jay Abraham, you will not want to miss this episode. So without further ado, let's jump into the show. Mr. Joe, sir, thank you so much for joining us today. Really appreciate you making the time. Yeah, Kev, thanks for the invite. And I know I have a mutual buddy, you know, Charlie Valor, who's just awesome and brought us together. Yeah, yeah he's uh, he's good like that. So I appreciate you uh, being able to jump on. And yeah. I always like to kick things off with the same question every time to start us off, which is, you know, if we were at a party together and we we're chatting away and I said, what is it that you actually do? What's your go-to answer? That's good, man. I always, I, I try to see that business as a party. So it feels right at home with that question. Uh, <laughs> I really feel like uh, it's, it's, it's tough, man. But like, we just have conversations with the most interesting people in our network. And, uh, and we basically share that with the world. And that's, I'd say the backbone of everything we do. And I guess that doesn't explain the business, but that's pretty much what I feel like we do. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I love that. And it's pretty smack on it. And I want to dive in and, and talk more about you guys and the podcast and things that you got going on as well. But I have to ask, it's been on my mind, who is the beatboxer? The beatboxer is me, man. That's boom, boom, doom, doom. <laughs> See, I knew Charlie was going to use that somewhere. <laughs> no, that's uh, that beatbox, man. That came from me just pumping up my dog. It's really weird. But like I'll put up, yeah. every t- my dog, yeah, I have, a, I have a chocolate lab, and I would just do that, and she just gets riled up, she gets, starts barking, and then it just felt natural when Matt and I were trying to come up with an intro, and now it kind of caught on. It's really uh, kind of weird in conferences when people start doing that around me. I'm like, people, I'm like, Ugh. I love it, I love it. When as soon as I started when I started listening to you guys, I was like, oh yeah, this is cool, I like it. So <laughs> in good, indi- this is a good indicator of something I want to listen to. Uh, yeah, there's boxing involved, hundred percent. So so tell us a bit more because obviously. How long have you guys been doing the podcast for now? Oh man, we well we started originally podcasting back in 2010, and uh, that was with Matt and I. We fell off for various reasons, mainly because we had no systems or plan of attack, you know, to stay consistent. Hustle and Flowchart, the current show, is almost to four years now, so we've almost hit 300 episodes. It's uh, twice a week and an hour hour each episode, so it's pretty long form, but we love it, man. Yeah, it's super cool. What do you what do you love the most out of it? I would say like now we're we're at a point where we're just making the show our own and our personalities are coming out in every which way. The beatbox was probably the first part of it, but doors are opening everywhere, man. Like we figured out how to pretty much automate our uh, our referrals, like intros to have amazing guests on the show, and we're talking like people that. That's how we met Jay Abraham. Uh, a lot of the the folks that from the digital marketer company. Now we're all really good buddies. Perry Marshall, basically these legends that we studied since day one are now our friends, and mm-hmm. it's really cool to say that because we help each other and we'll you know refer other 
things, you know, people are away and then interesting opportunities to partner coming up with a lot of these folks too. And it's all stemmed from the podcast. And I think just like the way that we approach it with relationships before, during, and after we, we, that's the biggest piece. Relationships are the capital of our business. Yeah, I think it's 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 interesting, and I think sometimes people don't like. You can see people doing podcasts, and you're like, cool, and they and they get to meet people and they chat and whatnot. But it's all those things, as you mentioned, that do go on before, during, and after that is is really shocking, and it's and it's been amazing. And I, we found the same with this show. Obviously, you know, um, as you mentioned, Charlie, our buddy, introduced us, and then it's like the the people that then you can start to network with and connect with. And really, I use it selfishly just to get all the insights I want to get out of people. <laughs> so it's always good for me i love it now what's what's the so you obviously the podcast is obviously the the front facing stuff but you mentioned obviously you're doing get to work with these people and do obviously sometimes deals together refer to each other what's behind the podcast what's like the monetization for you guys what's the what's the business aspect behind it yeah, great question because that's the the most common question we get like when we go to like a podcast conference, let's say. Yeah, everyone's asking, what's your business? Yeah, and we're like, you know, especially to a podcaster where typically they're not thinking the monetization part of it. So our business mainly is affiliate marketing. It's about 80% of our income comes from referring other people to mainly marketing tools, so SaaS products and recurring income, things like that, or recurring type offers that we typically get, you know, 40 to 50% of that sales commission. So that brings in a very well diversified you know, revenue stream from all these places. And a lot of them are recurring, which is nice. Yeah, it starts with just us referring things that we love. Like we're, we're really good promoters, hence why we stay in that promoter kind of field. And whenever we work with people like on a partnership, so those are coming up more just through the network. It's basically us doing what we're doing for affiliate uh, products and our own product promotions like around the podcast just partnered up with like a, usually a SaaS. We are working with like Jay Abraham is like one of those guys where, you know, he needs some, he wants some help from us on certain aspects. So all we're doing is applying kind of our promotional efforts to other people in a deeper relationship. But uh, I guess the most obvious part of our business is the membership that uh, we actually have a continuity, a monthly and an annual option. And that's a, a membership that is a derivative of our podcast. So we take notes on every episode and that's a uh, that's our email opt-in. So our call to action on the podcast, but also it's our physical newsletter we send in the mail and also a digital version where it's eight episode notes basically packed into 40 pages or so. It's pretty hefty. And that's $15 a month or $59 a year for the annual so we're not really making a bunch, but it co- it covers all of our podcast costs, uh, pretty much all of our team and our marketing for that kind of stuff. So really, that's just helping the engine. You know, that's that's what really fuels our business. Everything else is the affiliate marketing and partnerships. So that's, that's awesome. all happening kind of behind the scenes. Yeah, and there's a few cool things you mentioned there, and uh, I would love to know just because I've I've been thinking of that as well. So we're up to, I think we've recorded. We're recording this now in July. We've got episodes up until September, October, and nice. so we're we're getting well ahead of ourselves, which is awesome. But I always love to know, and I'm like, so with the podcast notes that you mentioned there, are you guys taking notes as you're recording? They do doing those notes after. Like, what's the what what actually is that part there? 
Yeah, great question. So that's, we don't do anything other than recording, you know, prep for the interview, you know, booking them and all that kind of relationship building, which is kind of my, my forte. The, we actually hired a note taker who listens to each of the episodes after we're totally done. You know, our editor will basically combine all of the tracks together. So it's easy for her to listen. And she takes the notes and she, she literally is listening to these taking about four pages. They're like cliff notes. If you, if you remember those, it's, it's all broken up very clearly into sections and topics. So even if the conversations totally scattered and all over the place, she organizes it in a nice to follow way. And we pay about $50 for the show notes. And also she helps us with or sorry, with the notes, but also helps us with the show notes or episode mm-hmm. notes of each episode as well. So it's, it's really cool because, you know, it's, it's this kind of congruency. So it starts with the notes and and then the show notes, which are the public available stuff, it's kind of a derivative of that, but it's more like open loops and curiosity focused, you know? So, but yeah, those notes, man, that's probably like the be- biggest asset because we just repurpose everything from the episode turns into some type of content from that point on. But it's a big time saving is really what we're selling. It's like, get the notes. You don't have to listen to an hour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's epic. We had uh, just when we were recording this, like two days ago, I had uh, Taylor Welsh on from Traffic and Funnels. And yeah, I was yeah. talking to him to him about like the memos that they do, and obviously mm-hmm. like they're getting those physical subscribers. So what what was it that made you want to get the physical newsletter going out? Like what was it that inspired that? And I wondered if yeah. Jay Abraham any had any, had any hand in bit. recommending on that. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit. Not not him directly, because we were actually doing this for about... We did this before the podcast, a physical newsletter, but it wasn't in the same model. So we were actually making... I don't know if you remember... Do you know Rich Sheffrin much or yeah. his work? So yeah. we're like... He's another buddy of ours that I'm now learning more about his model, but we had a physical newsletter like he did. Like he had a membership and he sold it for what it was. But ours is about $100 a month at one time. And we were sending about 30 pages of pure new brand new content that Matt and I would create around some topics. It'd be like email marketing. Here are all the email strategies that we're using that other buddies of ours. And it was a grueling work because like I mentioned Rich because he used to do this and it's tough. And even him, like it was always this procrastinated thing at the end of the month, we get it out. And it, you know, but it'd be like the last two days we're just like, it's almost like a school paper and you're like, right, get it right. So we're just like, we're the bottleneck in this. That's not fun. But we like the physical aspect because we like the ability to get in someone's mailbox, which is not typically cluttered. And it's it's something that people literally hang around their house and almost collect these things. So we're on episode or issue 29 in total. So we did count the previous, I think we did like 13 or something like that model and charge about a hundred bucks a month. And it was cool. We kind of capped out, we stalled out on growth. And honestly, we got kind of burnt out on the writing. So... We pivoted and we said, yeah, I think it took maybe a year into the podcast. We're like, hey, let's bring that physical thing back to this, partially because we've never heard anybody do it in the podcast world. So let's do it. You know, we just like to experiment and test stuff. So I think you had Brian Kurtz on this podcast, right? Um, yeah. So we had him on our show and, and he, uh, you know, he saw our model. I think we sent him a couple of issues and he was like, this is so brilliant. Yeah. Like you're taking people online, taking them offline, now taking them back online. So it's, it's, and he was like, there's so much power in doing that. And it's just keeping attention. So it's, it's kind of what we kept up with. Now we just automated the process. We don't have to do all the writing anymore. 
Yeah, I love that because I've been considering that as well. Obviously, learning from guys like Brian Kurtz and you've got all the great direct mail greats and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, yep. it would be good to have something. But the same thing, I was like, there's, I was like, there's no way that I'm going to write an effective newsletter if I have to no. write one. It's like, and you know, it'll be like overdue. And I was like, oh, I, I can't yep. do it. So I, I love that. I, I may pilfer some of that knowledge there for myself. Happy for sure. to share more, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so how many, how many subscribers have you guys got on the newsletter now? We're almost to a thousand, I believe, right now. And that's a, a mixture of physical and digital. That's not just physical. I think on the physical side, it might be around the 500 mark. So that's that's cool because some people, yeah, we even attempted just digital only or just physical only. And, you know, there's there's definitely people like people are like, save the trees. Okay, cool. So we tried digital, but then some people are like, but I love my physical copy. I like to highlight it and get away from the computer. I'm like, well, I don't blame you for that. So we just give people the option. I think it's a little, a little better that way. Yeah. I like that. So the, so the, if they go for the digital only option that they just get those notes, then once a month they get the copy of that, like a PDF or whatnot emailed across they, them. They, yeah, they get that. Plus in the members area, we have this kind of vault style membership that kind of houses all the episodes, that houses all the, the companions, which are the individual notes. So we have this kind of sorter thing that Matt, my partner made, and because uh, he's kind of the tech guy of this whole thing. So you can you know, search it based on the name, the criteria of the people and, uh, you know, of the topics they, they talked about in the podcast. So it's very simple to be like, you know, throughout this almost 300 note things, you could say, okay, well, I want to learn SEO and this thing. And then it's like basically combines that. And here's, here are a couple of options for you. And then it's, so it's, it's almost like we're, we're building a Netflix of marketing content in a way, but something that's super easy to, easy to find. And the other thing is we're always putting in videos from some of our guests and ourselves uh, around some strategies. Typically, you know, those are the screen share. We're giving them kind of like a deeper dive into a topic. So it's a little incentive to jump in there if you want to see the visuals from whoever we had on the show. That's really cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, Thanks, man. Yeah. Very interesting. Give me so many ideas. I'm like, oh, yes, there's <laughs> so much cool stuff there. Beware. Um, I'll give you a lot of ideas. I'm trying yeah. to hold myself back for time. <laughs> No, I love it. I love it. And so obviously you mentioned there's like a lot of cool people that you've now been able to have on the show. And obviously you mentioned guys like Jay, digital marketers crew, all that sort of stuff, which is awesome. What was the first, I would say like big name person that you managed to get on the show and how did that come about? Well, the name that pops up in the mind is, is a name that most people would know. And he's a big name author. And I, I felt like it was more of a just a coincidence that I came across him. So I thought that was kind of cool. It was uh, Mike McCallowitz of Profit First. And, mm. you know, that's his big book and all the other stuff. So he, <laughs> we're affiliate marketers and we were selling a, a buddy of ours product, ThriveCart. And it's a checkout uh, cart. And, you know, we're, we've been promoting this thing for like five years now. And we know the owner really well. So we've been in there and occasionally we'll check out the transactions of people who purchased. And, you know, I was just scrolling through. I don't know why I just chose to scroll through that day. And I saw Mike McCallowitz. I'm like, no way. And then I looked in a little closer and I saw his email. I was like, that's, that's Mike. Interesting. And I love his stuff. So I just reached out to him. I just, you know, cold email, I guess cold, but like emailed, emailed a buyer technically. You know, I basically was like, Hey man, like I'm happy to help you out. You know, you or your team to set this thing up and it's just super cool. I just wanted to thank you. I made like a loom video. So it actually showed me, I'm always trying to do the personalization approach 
did not mention the podcast at all. I just wanted to do help first, you know, and he took us up on it kind of sort of, you know, it was just like, for one, he was like, holy crap, like you are the best affiliate in the world. Like the fact <laughs> that you followed up and offered this and you're actually paying attention to who's buying. It got him super excited. He responded almost immediately, hooked us up with, you know, someone on his team to help with the Thrivecart stuff, but ended up inviting him on the show. He was on ours. He was amazing. And then he invited us on his show, which is Profit First, which is a huge show. Got us a ton of different, you know, that really lifted our show in terms of growth and exposure. Some of our best clients actually came from us, you know, on that show. And because we poll our people all the time, they're like, yeah, we found you on Mike McAllister's show. I'm like, God, it's so cool. <laughs> and came from just selling an affiliate product right there. That's he was awesome. pretty early on. He wasn't the first big name, but he was... I would say the probably the most interesting way to get a big name guest. I love that. And now, if you if you look at and obviously you mentioned you're you're on the side of going and attracting those guests in and bringing them in. What's what's your approach? And the reason why I ask. So I have a goal, and I don't know the way to go about it. So I'll give you the scenario and see see how you would approach it. I want to get fifty cent on the podcast. Ooh, I like it. Okay. Yeah. So for me, I'm looking at it and it's like I go to his website. There's nothing. There's no no buttons on his website. It's literally I've at the moment it's a YouTube video and that's all that's on the website. So I'm like, oh, there's no way for me to like. There's no email for me to connect and be like, hey, you know, again, similar. Try and do that personalization approach. Yeah. What would you do with all your skills and experience of getting guests on? How <laughs> how would you approach that? This is interesting. Yeah, I haven't been approached with this kind of specific of a question. But I love it. Definitely personalization approach is always key. Almost triangulating someone. I guess we've never gone after one specific person like hardcore. We actually have a list of the top 100 people, which we could chat about that. And it might be part of this, actually, that kind of gets you closer. Because I feel like it's always like a phased approach. If you have like one person on the on the top, you almost kind of got to get the folks around them a little bit. So there's there's some folks that we've we've strategically went for who are like publishers of that person. So I know 50, 50, 50 <laughs> has a couple of books. And, you know, so he's got publishers and, and people that help him probably manage a lot of his promotions and stuff like that. So, you know, making relationships or somehow giving value to those folks or that's something that we would do any way to kind of start chipping away a little bit and getting some mutual connections so i'll tell you about my dream 100 process which is extremely effective and automates a lot of intros it's not always going to give you the exact person at the right time but typically you'll start to figure out connections and then pretty soon you're like one connection away and you're like okay i have a lot more leverage power now so the dream 100 process this is a way where we actually, I get intros probably twice, two, three times a week for pretty high level people. And it's just because we're making it super easy and there's a curiosity factor. So Roland Frazier is, he's one of the digital marketer principals and he's a buddy of ours in, in the mastermind and a partner. And we asked him like, Hey, we're looking for more interest to cool people, like big name folks. And, you know, we know he is a big head of traffic and conversion, the big, you know, marketing summit. So we're like, well, he knows a lot of people and he's, he's, we're buddies with him. So he said, send me a list of like 20, 50 people or so who like would really be your your like I would love an intro to and we'll see what he can do. So we made a list of either 50 or 100 people. We just kind of like, all right, well, let's just give them all the options. And, you know, we did people maybe 
a connection or two away from us, but also like moonshot people like Bill Gates or Elon Musk, Jay-Z. Don't have 50 on there, but I, I think he'd be solid because I love his story. So uh, <laughs> if we can get him, then he's going straight to you <laughs> after that. <laughs> so that's one way for you. We leverage connections like crazy, man. So Roland, the next day, he inter- ended up introducing like literally 20 people to us in a morning. And wow. so that went my whole day. And I basically <laughs> responded to them, which is amazing. Introduced us to people like James Altucher and, and Dave Asprey from Bulletproof Coffee and some of these other folks that are pretty dang hard to get. So that was awesome. And then I realized I used a Google Sheet for that list of the 100 people. So I was like, okay, and that's key, by the way. So Google Sheet, and then I emailed with you know G, a G Suite or Gmail. So Google Properties. So what it does is whenever you add a Google link, it's always going to put a little preview that looks like an attachment below the email on your initial email or reply. I didn't know that at the time until I started kind of putting that in my follow-up to any guests that were on our show. I was always saying, hey, do you know anybody on our Dream 100? We'd love an intro if you knew someone on here. And that's where it kicked off the intros. But then I noticed that was always on the bottom. And I was like, what, is, what if I put that in my email signature and just started sending emails like normal, like to my bookkeeper, to whoever. And that has now, and that's what I've done. And that's why every week there's at least a handful of intros from people just saying, hey, I, I saw this Dream 100 and I was curious. I scrolled around. I don't know anybody, but I know a couple people that are like buddies of these people or just like them that you should really chat with. And so hence that's, that's what automates our intros. And that's what I think you should do is something like that mm. is create a list and then create a way where you can automate intros that are kind of like getting closer to 50 cent or anyone else at that. Because, you know, yeah. he's at the top, but you know, there's a lot of other awesome people too that that'll get you yeah. there. That was going to be, yeah, because I was going to ask, because I remember when I got, I think, the first email from you, and I was like, you're sending me his Dream 100 list? And then I started looking, and I was like, ah, oh, okay. That was going to be one of my questions, because I was like, that's that's very cool. I like that. Swipe it, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tell I everyone like, to. There's, there's so much from this. I'm just going to be spending the rest of the today just swiping all the stuff that you've been telling me. It's so good. Now, obviously, so uh, all of that is, is amazing, and um, I'm going to make sure I try and keep close on time because otherwise I'd probably sure. sit here for you know seven hours. If you would if you were to just do and give one tool or tactic that would grow a podcast, because we've got a few people that I know that tune in well as well that have either started their own podcast recently or they've been running one for a little while. And if you were to give them one tool and going cool, this is a one that we've seen that did have a, a tactical impact on the, the listenership, the viewership, whatever you want to call it. What would what would that be? What would be one that you could maybe throw out there for everyone listening? So a tool or a, or a specific strategy? Or, or kind uh, of both? Yeah, yeah. or like both if you've got them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would say, uh, yeah, I just did, a, we, we did like this crazy presentation with like 20 of them. We have all these like growth hacks and stuff like free and paid. Contests have been absolutely amazing for us. Um, and, and we're not, you know, not crazy contests where you, you, know, you have to set up all these tools and stuff, but just like straight up normal contests of, you know, we want to give you one of our products or, uh, you know, maybe a membership for free for a year or maybe for a lifetime. You know, in our case, it's there's no harm if it's a digital. So uh, we've given away Bose headphones, iPads, all sorts of stuff. We're not super fans of giving away that because it's typically the intention's not as good. So we're doing more like, Hey, we'll, we'll buy you a package of affiliate, you know, some of the tools that we love the most. And we'll basically post that on Facebook to our Facebook group. 
and essentially run a, a promotion where we we give them about I think it's four different things. We say like, okay, comment on this post and you know leave us a review, subscribe, and basically you know let us know that you did that here in the comments. You know we're not going to go audit every single person, but essentially just doing that putting it in our Facebook group, which is really engaged now, which is another strategy. The Facebook group has been absolutely amazing. And then running ads to it. So we'll, you know, this post originates on our fan page, cross posts post to our group. But then on the fan page, we're, we're definitely spreading that to our, we have a big retargeting audience that we're, we're always staying in front of at like a 30 day. It's called that, you know, the, uh, the hot 30 strategy. It's our buddy, Kurt Molly kind of uh, name that. So we're making sure that our most engaged people who ever interacted in any of our properties, websites or, or posts are seeing that. And that's typically enough to get us into the ranks if we wish. You know, we don't really rely on iTunes ranks or any of that stuff, but definitely gets us a lot of new subscribers. And it's not really any skin off our back because, you know, for affiliate products, we have a lot of good relationships with them. Typically, we'll just get dis- discounts anyway because we know it's going to bring exposure to their products or they'll gift them to us. So I'd say uh, contests, if you run those at least once a quarter, if not every month and make it fun and not just like the same old thing every time, you can get some pretty dang good spikes in in, uh, subscribers and then jumps in the ranks because it doesn't take much from what we noticed for like actually jumping into iTunes. It's kind of a more of a focused time period rather than, uh, okay, one each day. It's like, no, let's get 20 within a couple of days. And then you're like, you know, that's a good one. Descript is absolutely amazing. I don't know if you've ever used that app oh. at all. Descript.com or Descript.io. Either way, our, our podcast uh, producer, our editor, was using that for a bit. He uses it all the time. But we, ha- we used to have a repurposed show that was basically clips, short clips from our main show. So we have a long form show. He would use Descript upload that audio and you can upload video too. What it'll do is it'll actually transcribe with AI all the words from that episode of that audio and you can edit it based off of words. So you don't have to listen back to everything. You can actually just like type in a phrase. So that's what we'll do is like, we'll, we'll write a phrase down mid recording. We're like, Oh, that was a really cool section that should be clipped out to be used as a standalone clip or it could be like an audiogram or YouTube clip later on. So we'll use Descript to repurpose our work like really quick without having to waste a ton of time re-listening to the entire hour. And, you know, it gets all clunky. So Descript and you can record podcasts straight into it too. And then do all your editing, like, literally right there. So cool stuff. Man. I, like I have a lot more, but I'll hold back. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Just, I, I love that. That's awesome. Well, then I'll, I'll, as we get towards the end of our time, I'll ask you one, one final question I'd like to ask everyone, which is, is there any question that I didn't ask you that I should have? Oh man, that's, uh, I would say, I guess with everything, like getting big guests is, is one thing. So it's like, what's the big hurdle there, you know, for getting a big guest? I'd say, I'm just trying to, th- I mean, cause I, I've, I've got this on the mind now because I, I always see it like uh, it's an open loop now. It's like, okay, he wants to get 50 cents. So I was like, how does he get them? <laughs> and I would say like a big issue with people like actually getting guests that they want on their podcast. It's just, they're not asking. And I would say that's probably the thing for everything. I mean, even just starting a podcast, it's like, okay, ask for help, ask for the right people. I mean, you hooked up with Charlie and Charlie's awesome and he's going to take it in the right way. But most people are just trying to kind of do everything themselves or they're not, 
they're not really feeling like they're worthy of asking someone like 50 cent or, or for us, someone like Elon Musk or whoever, but it's like, you just throw it out there. You'd be very surprised who knows who or who's willing to help and give you the, you know, just save years, if not your entire lifetime of trying (laughs) to hack it out yourself. So yeah, I would say just get out of your own way and just kind of put it out there and see what happens. I love that. Yeah. I'm a big advocate of that. Every time I do anything, it's like, I can always just ask. There's, I did some videos last year on, we got a Range Rover for free. We got our office Uh fit out done for free or technically like for a service swap. And then everyone's like, but how, like, why would you even think of that? And I was like, well, why not? I'm just going to ask. All they can say is no. Like, you know, who knows what's going to happen? So yeah, that's cool. (laughs) I I love that. And now for anyone that's been listening, they're like, cool, I want to hear more. They can obviously tell that you've got so much uh, value in the bank that you're holding back. Uh, We've got to be tight on time. What's the best place for people to connect with you guys to find out more about what you're up to? Yeah. Can I give you a couple things? One's a resource, one's a yeah, Facebook yeah. group. Our Facebook group, that's how you can interact with us. Probably the easiest is flowchartgroup.com. Is, uh, that's just a face, you know, redirect to a Facebook group. So flowchartgroup.com. We do actually have a playbook and we customized a, or we're going to customize a page for you guys. So it's, it's actually a podcast playbook that gives you a ton of these strategies and kind of lists, lists them all out and more of a growth hacks and all that stuff. So if you go to hustleandflowchart.com slash Kim, so hustleandflowchart.com slash Kim, <laughs> you can get that for free. And uh, we'll hook you up. Amazing. Awesome. Thank you so much for that. I know everyone will love that. So guys, wherever you are, if you're watching this, obviously click through and check out the show notes to get those links. And if you're listening, uh, same thing there. You know, subscribe to my new newsletter that you can get posted out to you, you know, by the time this by the time this airs. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to take all those ideas. But uh, yeah, and guys, if you know anyone that has a podcast that's looking to grow their podcast, you should definitely share this episode with them so that they can check it out and find out a couple of those cool little strategies there. So again, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate you making the time. Appreciate it, brother. It's been fun. Thank you.